Anyway, but uh, 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 how the fuck do you spell Cockney? C O C K. There you go. Anyway, cock. Cock. Me. Yes. without. All right. Yeah. So we were talking about bands changing, and um, I myself, I, I myself, I do way more appreciate early um, Cockney rejects. Those are really the songs that I know the words to. I am generally not a fan of re-records. I don't know if me being a musician and being in a band that wanted. I wanted to re-record with, may have swayed me in a little direction the other way, but most times it's like, when a band does a re-record, it's like, oh, why, it's terrible. But it doesn't need the, to happen necessarily a lot of the time. When the rejects, they're fighting in the street, yo, this version is my shit. <laughs> and we are gonna get to the Cockney rejects up next on Pogo City Radio. I am rock and roll. That was the Cockney fucking rejects right there on. We're having a lot of fun tonight. This is we're, a good show. We're having a lot of fun. Me and Sean, we're not afraid to pat ourselves on the back. I mean, I complimented you like legitimately like four times today. <laughs> yeah, like, you did. honestly. You know, yeah, this is, I feel like it's the but first time I, you've uh, complimented me in a while. I was getting, I was getting all. <laughs> Antsy and like last time you guys were here, I got antsy and I was like, yeah, no show, no show, no show. And I, 
you know what I mean? Something could happen in my head. I'm a crazy motherfucker. Something will make me mad. I'll be like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Especially because I do slightly try and think before I speak a little bit now. Just a little bit. You right, know what I mean? Right. But uh, we're going to get back to our countdown. And uh, yeah, so, so what's number two. My number one. What's your new quicker? Your, your, your next band? My number two. Very similar to the number one. Now, also, uh, hint, hint on the choice. My number two is like two bands, but they're kind of the same bands. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. But um, this band, same thing. Well, let's the emotional thing, especially the drug addict emotional thing. So all them same emotions that I was talking with, uh, social distortion, where it's like, oh, don't be a pussy. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Makes you think of things like that. Like, because it's like I was so pathetic when I was using this song as a blanket. You know what I mean? Right. But also, the first time I heard this band, however, hated them. I was in sitting next to Stevie Thorman in high school. I remember Stevie Thorman. I think we were in ninth grade science. It might have been 10th grade. And we're in the back, and he had... A burnt copy. It's like when like Lime Wire and shit was still. Did a you yeah. play a song? Did I miss it? Yeah, so. we played. It's uh, like Lime, Rejects. It's like when Lime Wire and shit was still a thing. And ah, lost my train of thought. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And he hands me the CD, and it's got several bands on it, but they all sound the same to me. You know what I mean? And it's very heavy ska. And so, I'm like, so I listen to street punk. I don't want to hear this ska bullshit, you know what I mean? And But then it's like, whoa, now this is heavy as fuck. And it's like, wow, well, I do have to say these guys are good musicians. And this is in listening to, like, the first song. And then it's like, but I don't like this. And then it's like, oh, these guys are fucking hippies. I like the casualties. This is hippie stuff. And then you're like, hippie. But this is kind of amazing. And then you're using drugs, and you're like, I understand this. And then it's like, kill the police. And you're like, oh, I've always understood that. <laughs> and, then, and then you're listening to Stizza, and you're listening to Leftover Crack, and Choking Victim, and you're, you're, you're like, yay, so I'm a junkie. So just say and the band. yay, I have so body just say bugs. The band, you already said it once. I, I know, I was letting it out. That was me letting it out. <laughs> let it out, Andrew, let it out. That was me. Tell us how you feel. Just say but, the band. I did. <laughs> I said choking. Well, I mean, say, it, say my just say my band, my number two band okay. is Leftover Crack. Assistant director. <laughs> but, uh, I'm just sitting here pregnant, barefoot in the back. Yeah, that's know, a good point, though. 1950s over here. Yeah. I am. I am a boomer. You ain't gotta work. You 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 did you did want to call me a boomer before, so that's alright. But yeah, so so for a lot of those same reasons. And then it's like, it is rough when you hear about, no, I'm not going to go down that road, never mind, ah, I'll do it, gossip and rumors, don't know if it's true, not going to get, but when you hear negative things that are very negative, like yeah. one of those lines, like an abusive line or a, a yeah. sex I know line, where you're going. and it's like, that can have an impact, especially when it's like one of those things where it's like, well... No, it does seem to just be bathroom gossip because nothing's ever come of it. And you're like, 
like I heard some bad things about Stizza that I'm not going to repeat. Yep. But I heard bad things I've about Stizza yep. that if they were true, it would make me think differently of him. Yes. And then, but then from that aspect, so this is a little different. Perhaps my ego was big, but I feel like perhaps it's different. Perhaps kinda, we can bump into Stizza. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can't bump into Gary Glitter. We can't bump into Michael Jackson. If you're in prison, you so, might bump into to Gary Glitter. But is you Gary see, Glitter dead? No, you, he's you in see, prison. Is he still alive? Yeah, yeah. You see oh, where I'm shit. going with this? Though. Yes. These yeah. people who, like, want, I don't, I'm not a big Michael Jackson fan, but one of my probably favorite thing to play on the bass is uh, the fucking Jackson 5 song that's that I different. always play. That's not Michael Jackson. No, that's but Jackson still, player. but he's the singer, but still in general, and just anybody. It's like, the dude's dead, but how do we do this? Because it's like, the art didn't hurt anyone. And, you know, and I think Michael Jackson is guilty. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. He was never I'm in the, I'm in the same thing because I love all the, old, <laughs> the So we're in my head. I love the old Motown shit and I love the Jackson 5. Because then you really look at it. And then it's off. also like, what do we do? Uh, so who else are we? Are we eliminating every bad character then, too? Because it's like, you can't. and I'm not, I'm not saying this is wrong or right. I'm honestly asking the question because that mixed in with my well, but this is crack. But this is, but this is about really the music, not really the character, the people, the well, bands. Because no, that's a totally different but conversation. Yeah, but it made me feel different it, about it, the band. You sure, have to, you sure. Have that's to, what I'm saying. Well, I've yeah, talked to this. I mean. I've talked to my brother about this. So like, he likes this band called Brand New, and apparently, the singer was like, uh, "Is it true?" Trying to hook up with like fourteen year old. You don't girls. know. Like, you oh, just don't know. And I was well, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm trying. He's like, I'm. He's like, well, I'm not trying to spread it. I'm, I'm just, I'm, just I'm saying, saying. He's giving an example. Oh, he yeah. told me about this. So like, I was like, he's like, I'm trying to separate the music from the, from the artist. Right. And I'm like, okay, I, I get you. But at the same time, you're still talking about an artist that you love that has done some really bad things. So you have to take that into account. You can't just ignore it because it. It is still part of who they are as a person, and they're still putting out music that you are supporting, or yes. that you are. No, I know, I know what you mean. So, I, know, like, I know exactly you, what you, you mean. Guys yeah. you right. got, I, I, I get what you're saying. saying. I get what you're saying. I zoned out. Repeat yourself. I'm not even gonna lie. Cause no, no, no. It's, 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 it's really. It's, it's, it's like do you Colin, separate? Colin likes his band no, called Britain. That far. What was the last ten seconds you said? I said. I said. You have to separate. He said, I'm trying to separate the music from the artist. And from I the said, guy. Not I even said, the artist. It's said, the music you, from you, the you, person. I said, I get that. Yeah, because it's not everyone. I said, it's not you, all the, everyone I said, I band. get that, yeah. but at the same time. It does affect. It, it, it does affect the music that you're supporting. Yeah, if it, they're alive. If they're, if they're, if they're still alive. Well, not even well alive, I think we right? know some people I'm that not, we no I'm longer. I'm not one of these cancel culture people. That we no longer support because of who they are as people. But like at the same time, like you have to take into account. The things that they've done, and I'm not. Gonna, There's some I'm not things that are unacceptable. I'm not gonna post on Facebook. Cancel this person. Right. No, no. I'm not There's that there, there are things I'm not that cancel culture people. There are some things but that are my, unacceptable. But you have are to. You have to take Nazi sex offender. Yeah. And well, so this, this guy that Colin was that's that's this this guy that Colin was a fan of the band of was trying to like was like propositioning or like. Having sex with like fourteen-year-old girls, but it's one guy, like, it's one person in the band that, that's in the band. I was like, dude, that's not cool. Yeah, you can't. Like, it's hard. It's oh, very. Yeah, it I heard it about hard. them. He's, trying, he's, he's, he's trying to separate the music from the artist. Like, I get that. See, yeah. but like, like, it, I told him this. I told him 
if Noodles from The Offspring got caught and arrested for doing coke, I wouldn't cancel The Offspring. Well, yeah, but, I wouldn't cancel The Offspring. Yeah. It but depends, like, on, it if, depends got, on the offense. But yeah, th- of course but, not for but coke, if but you're, if the singer was, of this band is having sex with 14 year girls, right. then that's a different story. Or, well, the member needs to leave at least. Like, well, if, if yeah. you, want you, can't, bit, you like, can't consciously support them in, in good, like, it affects your conscience supporting if, them if it's, in if, any if way. It affects like, you in a way that, like, you can't support what the hell they did. In any way, which having sex with fourteen-year-old girls is not something I'm gonna support. Right. So like, y- you have to. I don't want to say cancel the band and like go on Facebook and talk about how but you terrible. should support. Them. But you shouldn't support them anymore. If right. you if you know this to be true, yeah. Why would you support? Them? No, absolutely. But and from it, the it's band's hard. Perspective yeah. from the band's perspective. If it's like I'm talking, so I'd have to imagine that it's the singer in my band who is my friend. Now. If I'm hit with this situation, at first I'm gonna be like, "Is it?" Because if he's the singer in my band, I don't think he would do this normally. You know what I mean? So it's like once it's if I know this to be true, not nah, either they're going or I'm going. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I'm no. I need some proof. Listen, it's you, that. It, that's all. That it's it's very personal, right? Because you everybody has their limits as to what they'll, what type of behavior they'll accept and what they won't accept, right? So like you said. All right, the singer got caught doing coke. For you, that's fine. Maybe for someone who's been to rehab for cocaine abuse, that's not fine. That makes it not okay. And then, you know, so then you talk about, well, they're propositioning 14-year-old girls or having sex with underage people and all of that. And then you go, well, well, that should be unacceptable to everybody. It might not you necessarily can't, you be. You can't tell everybody. That's what cancer culture is. You have to tell You can't everybody. tell everybody Cult- what to cancer think. Cancer culture is telling do. everybody... We can't accept this. Right. Now, I'm not going to go on blast and tell everybody you can't You're not going to try and insane I'm not going I'm, I'm right. to I'm not going to try to Yeah, exactly. I'm You're not going to be a personal choice. But at the not same time, it's a personal I'm, choice. At the same time, I'm talking to my brother here and I'm like, "Yo, like she's he's having sex with 14-year-old girls." Different situation with the brother. Totally different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Yeah. 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 He's like I'm trying to separate the artist from the See, see, that's a more complicated thing. I get that. There, and then here's the thing too. Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing too. And I'm not justifying it. I don't condone it. Nothing like that. If you watch um, any interviews, or or if you listen to any uh, history, say for example Led Zeppelin, okay, in the '70s, Jimmy Page had a 13 year old girl with him. And he said to her parents, I'm going to bring her on tour. And they allowed it. And he was having sex with a 13, 14-year-old girl on tour, right? But no one knew about it because there wasn't social media. There wasn't all of this stuff. And I feel like it, if her parents let her, it was probably illegal back then. It, it's, it's, if it, her parents let her, I feel like in certain places that's... No, no, there's like certain southern states where that's legal, that's what I'm saying. but not everywhere. Yeah. So, and then you look at someone like, um, uh, not that that's right, but who's the, mean, the, the bass player from the Rolling Stones? You Bill, judge it at the right time. The Bill Wyman? Bill, uh, Bill Wyman? Bill, is that his name? Uh, what, what, oh, uh, what, 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 Waters? Bill what, Waters. No, Waters? no, it's like, like so he married some 18 year old chick when he was. 16. Well, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. 18. No, 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 no. That's when he married her. That's when he married her. 
Oh, they were a thing. They were a thing that, way before he that. He didn't meet her on her 18th and this birthday was, and marry her. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. he didn't say, "Oh, are you 18? Let's get married." <laughs> I'm a gazillionaire, I but let's get not, married. Did not think of that. No, part. no, no, no. That's when he married her legally because she was legally an adult. That's not when he. But and I, there I are stories like that you, about time. Everyone, you, you, got, you can't. We we can't. It's very different. And like I said, I don't condone Washington it. for having slaves. Like you know what that's, I mean. But I'm that's not, what I'm saying. So it's very judge the history by it's, today. It's it's a very personal thing. So like, there are still people who will go out and support Jimmy. Like it, they, they love Led Zeppelin and blah 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 blah. And they don't they don't care. What happened? Before I get sound clear. right, and I, like I said, Obviously, I'm not condoning it. you should say it. slavery is wrong, but what I'm saying yes. is, we're not going to take. Don't have sex with 13 year olds. He's an like, important it's, it's, guy to the history. Exactly. Of so it's <laughs> it's 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 a it's a situation where this this happened. This happened. Whether her parents allowed it or not, it's fucked up, right? Yeah. So if you choose to continue to support that, that's your personal choice. And people are going to have that choice, right? And you have that, and you can still think it's See, fucked if up. That was nowadays. But it's like, you, I would have an issue with it. But I feel like in '73, it would have been. But like, it's no different. Norm. But it shouldn't but be people, different. But, ah! no, but we're going by today's standards. No, no, I know. We shouldn't have. They, but they I'm saying if they people building the pyramids. But no, no, no. But I'm saying that. if if let's uh, if that happened now. Yes, not appropriate. With social media, oh, they'd yeah. be lynched. And they I would be, be crucified. And, I would, and full, full, full support of they suck. It, you're like you cannot support I them. I wouldn't support. Yeah, absolutely. But, what, but if I'm being honest, I feel like if I was in 1973 and I was from these places where it was. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're from a state like 13 so young though that's but so even even if you watch a movie like almost like, famous like we were talking about earlier before we were on the air right you watch a show like almost famous a movie like almost famous and it's it's very much based in reality it's about a 70s band that was touring and they're groupies right and these groupies were teenage girls they were not 30 year old women that's what i'm saying like it's they like were we they were teenage girls and you go why was it acceptable then? But it was. But it's it, not right, but it was. I don't think it was acceptable. I don't think people knew. I don't think that's true. I don't I think don't, people knew. Think I think people it. in the inner circles knew. You know what I mean? Because I don't know, man. I mean, Aerosmith literally had the blowjob room. Like, Joe Perry talks about it. Like They it talk about it the now. They blowjob They talk about it now. But did yeah. people know that but Aerosmith they, had an, a, well, a blowjob room in 1976? It code that the girls would wear blue shirts. and that's Code to who? So to if the you girls went, who wanted to suck the dick, right? But if you went to an Aerosmith show in 1976, you didn't know there was a blowjob room backstage. You had well, no the idea. Girls in blue did. That's what it was. It was just that that meant that's they were. It was the blue crew. I read it. But book. no, no, I understand. But where did they hear that from? Other girls who had been through yeah, it, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like an inner circle thing. That's what I'm saying. I guess, well, yeah, definitely with social media and all that. Totally wrong. Inappropriate. It's all inappropriate. But it's I was all... good. One point to back you up, but this was more, see, this. So I... it's like, should I not listen to the Jackson 5 because Michael Jackson was a child molester in his 20s and That's 30s? What I said. When When the Jackson 5, when he was singing for them, he was 10? That's what I said. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but, how do you draw that line? And it's very hard to, to, to differentiate. But Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. was, yeah. in that time, pretty much canceled. Yeah. He got dropped from his label. People wouldn't book him. But 
that was but also it was very much cousin. more public and it was public and it was, and his, it was cousin. his cousin i feel they like it related. wasn't the age i feel like i think it was more it, because it, it was his cousin. exactly all sure. right sean dude you sean, got you, are, you dude t- don't put it by the computer dude, dude oh jesus christ dude. man dude there's mad electronics on the floor man Second, <laughs> you're a mess. Oh Jesus! You gotta find something right. to clean that up with, yeah. my man. You gotta go downstairs and, uh, and get some paper towels. Yes, yes. But and yeah. don't, don't hit the table again. He's not gonna find them. I gotta play a song. Play uh, a song. Go get paper we, towels. Uh, oh, I do not want to leave in this awkward of a spot of conversation. Play. Play, play. I'll find something. Play something. But uh, I uh, gave, just give your second band. You talk. Who's your oh, my second, guest? my second band. So my second band is going to be the Damned. My, my, my. All right. So my my second band is the Damned, and I, I feel like it's kind of like another. Wow, really? But who was your second band, John? Who did, who did you go with? Uh, Where were we the Misfits. About? The Misfits. Okay. So the Damned for me, and this is more of a live thing. This is more of a seeing them live thing where it's the love-hate, because, so, the Damned obviously have almost, it's almost like two separate careers, right? They had, like, the early punk stuff, right? And then they evolved into, like, this goth band, right? With Grimly Fiendish and some other stuff, and and they they evolved into this punk band, and again, member changes and all of that. Huge change. Huge change. Completely but totally genre. It was it's a different genre. They completely switched gears. And again, you evolve as a musicians, you know, all of that. But even but the whole the whole look, their whole sound, everything really, really changed. Now, I can sit down and listen to Grimly Fiendish, the album, at home, right? Without an issue. Yeah, wipe that up. But it's not gonna be it's but I don't want to see it live. When I no, when, well, I mean, I can listen to it at home, like or in the car when I'm by myself. If it came on randomly, would you play it though? You wouldn't hit play on that. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't really choose you to listen. Turn to. it off, but you wouldn't turn it on. When I choose to play damn songs, those are not the songs I choose to play. Right? It's not that I don't like them. I like them as a separate entity, almost kind of thing. Like it's like its own. It's almost like a different band. Right, so when I go see the Damned, and I w- I went with Dean to see the Damned at Irving Plaza, at one point, and we were so bored. We were like walking around. What year about? Talking about this this maybe early two thousands. Okay. Right, and we were walking around talking to people. I think they played maybe Smash It Up at the end. So they it was. So they played like one of the like. It classics. was all one. But it was all goth songs. And it was that Irving Plaza was filled with goth people. And were they like, the headliner? They were the so headliner. They had plenty of time. Yeah. So they played for like two hours of goth songs and with keyboards and the full 20 thing. minutes of their set and it was all punk. Right. So I feel like, and it was funny because me and Dean both looked at each Check. other. We went, we didn't know this was a goth tour. Like we were like, oh shit. We, we never. Had a new album come out? Like. I don't think so. I think it was just. They just did a they 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 did a goth tour because there's obviously people who like the goth stuff who don't like the punk stuff right the exact opposite of what I was saying and it's not as near as metal 
it's exactly not as much of a crossover. The goth crowd. stuff is very slow. You got to yes, really it's a different scene. Yeah, metal's a different scene, but it's very close. But it's, at to least punk. it's fast. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like energetic, and, and it's it, like the bar. And, yeah, you know, like it's like goths, punks, and metalheads don't get put in the same category as goth. Like, yeah, not, goth is totally they different. Know. And I, all I am seeing is South Park in my head. Yeah, the, the, the vampire kids goth, and the goth oh, yeah. kids. Well, the, the, the original goth ones, the dance. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. Dance. Now, don't get me wrong. I I listen to Bauhaus. I listen to Sisters of Mercy. I listen to 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 um uh you know a bunch of different goth bands. But I'm glad I knew what none of these terms were. So I was like, are these I, damned albums? No, no, no. <laughs> so so but <laughs> but with the damned. I loved their punk stuff, right? And and the reason I, one of the reasons I love their punk stuff is because they can fucking play. Like if you listen to their, oh, they were talented. Even the first album, mm-hmm. like the guitar playing, all of, it's it's fun incre- fact. Rat, Rat Scabies is a fucking amazing drummer. drummer. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. You, I, I love I love the song uh, "Looking for Action." What album is that off? That's a newer album. Like I, know, oh, I, I couldn't tell. It's newer. newer I mean, I like. Two thousand and like one. No, that's I don't, probably the. But Dave Vaney was still the singer. Is as well, far he's still as the singer. He's still been the singer all the time. So like, it start. You were talking about the drummer. It starts with this like feels like. And like, so that's like, and that's punker, and it was fast. So you're talking about punker stuff that the damn did. Yeah, I love that song. But if you listen to Phantasmagoria, you'd be like, this is not the day. Like, if you just closed your eyes, you never heard. Anything, and you heard the early damn stuff, and then you put on you know Phantasmagoria, you'd be like, it's a different band. Kind of like the jabbers to the murder junkies. Exactly. But that is a different I was band. thinking about talking about Gigi Allen. He'll be in a later episode. So, <laughs> so, for, me the damned, so for me, Save the damn. So for me, the damn is like, you know, me and me and Dean go to go to, go to see the damn at Irving Plaza, and we're thinking we're going to see a punk show, and we get Phantasmagoria, yeah. and it's totally different than what we were expecting. So again. This part, this for them, it's more of a live thing because it's not that I hate Phantasmagoria, but I don't want to see it live. And it's to say, like, I love New Order. I love New Order. I'll never go see them live. I've seen videos of them live. They stand there statically and push buttons on their keyboard, and I can listen to their album at home. I don't have to pay $200 to see stick figures behind a keyboard pressing buttons. And you, you also, like, you go out a lot. I feel like some of the people in your they don't go out. nine to five, if they liked that band, that would be the only thing they did all year. Yes. And then it would be exciting for yes, them. Yes, exactly. You're used to beers being thrown around. I want, and like I want a punk show. Yeah. I want to go to a punk show. so you go in there and everybody's standing around. And it's always so funny, and we'll talk about it, like say when we're maybe a couple years <laughs> ago. It would be like going to see like somebody like the Dropkick Murphys or something. Like, is this going to be a punk show? Or is it going to be an Irish Celtic show? Be... Like with yeah, bagpipes well, all the time. I wasn't going in that direction. I was more thinking of the crowd. Like, oh, like a like, jocks. Like, is, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is this going to? Because there's that there's that time when certain bands, like even the Casualties, for example. Yep. It's like you could see the Casualties playing to thousands of people in Brazil. Yes. And you can see them in a basement on a Sunday in yes. Jersey. Yes. And it's like. The difference Which being, though, show, I feel like, and that's in the same week. I feel like you the know difference what I mean, though. When you go, if you're looking at a, at a, at a video from a Casualty show in Brazil, you're still going to see nothing but punks there. Right. You're going to see. You're not going to see jocks there like you would at a drop. Fair point. At a dropkick Murphy. Is it show. true though? Is that true? I, the only people. I'm, think, I'm. I don't know a single jock that listens to the Casualties. But 
but we you, don't mean but you. Well, you but use, different use that word. Kid, like, kids, <laughs> kids, kids with kids with. She that word. No, no, and wait, Dropkick Murphy. Jock, jocks go to see the Dropkick yes. Murphys. Drop, jocks go to see the Dropkick Murphys. Jocks do not go to see the casualties in Brazil. No. But that, they, nobody was saying that. <laughs> no, but I, I, I understand the, 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 the concept. And so, for me... I'm just saying that's the difference between the Dropkick so like, Murphys and the casualties. But, like, for example, so this damn show... The, the but this damn thinking. show that we went to was filled with goth people. It wasn't filled with kids with mohawks and all that. But then I've seen them on tour with, punk with punks... And 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 Mohawks and that's I go to I see said. them at the Stone Pony. And it's like a completely different it's a completely crowd. different. See, that's crowd. what was weird about the unseen, because everybody still looked like punks, but you could still tell. And it was also an age gap. Yeah. It was like literally our whole like the throwback pogo crew all up front. They're playing Live in Fear and like AD. And I doubt ADD, but like those yeah. era songs. Are we dead yet? And then Scream Out comes on and. Me and Sean are in the middle, and there's all these young kids with, like, studded bracelets and jean jackets jumping around. And then the next song's on, and they're up there, and we're like, have you ever heard this song? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, No Master Race comes on, and these kids are like, huh? And then we're up there going crazy. <laughs> but see, and that, that's what's funny, because they're still all kind of, like, punks. Right. But, like, so a band, like, The Damned, it's, like, totally different. Two totally different, so totally different crowds. To, it comes down to what era of this band True. did you grow up? to or what what era this right. band did you listen to so it's like, like i say unseen. that's why i was i was talking to andrew before we 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 Point. went on and i was like define hate right because do i hate phantasmagoria as an album no i think it's a brilliant album it's not a punk album at all it's a goth album so it's like you love the band but you still hate that album I don't want to see it live. And that's fine. We're this is a great point, especially when we were talking about the less punk rock stuff. We're capable of having two thoughts in our head. Exactly. We can like exactly. some of something yeah. and not like all of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Fucking so should I go next? Yes. Should I go next? Yeah. My next band is a band that I got to see in 2019 at Madison Square Garden for free, mind you. Colin won tickets to go see this band. Free uh, off the radio. Free is one of the best four-letter words that start he with us. Texted me at work and was like, "Yo, you want to go see the blah, 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 tomorrow at Madison Square Garden?" I was like, "Yeah, blah, blah, I blah, do." Blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah. so this band has been through, and it's another band that's been through lineup changes, and um, but they still brought back their originals. For tours, and I, I, a lot of people hate on them because they um, sold they they sold out and blah 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 this that and the other thing. Um, listen, they did what they did because people wanted to see what they wanted what they were gonna do. They wanted to see they wanted to see it for they decades. They wanted to see this. They wanted to see it for decades. And this well. band does sell very expensive merchandise. Very expensive. Merchandise. <laughs> They, yeah, they, they are, are the kiss, kiss of punk rock. Yes, they, they really are. They are the, the kiss, kiss of punk rock. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That's a good call. Wadi is the Ozzy that's of punk you rock. You get a you get a high five for that. Yes, yes, that is. If you haven't figured yeah. out who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Misfits. Yes, I already said it to Renee. The Misfits are, um, one of those bands that like I grew up listening to, and like the first time I heard Last Caress and shit, or oh, yes. Yeah. Static Age, like the whole album canceled. Could you imagine if that song came out today? Oh my god! 
not 50 years ago? And it's not that old. Or is like ni- <laughs> 1970. 40. 40 at most. Like 35. Like 35. Yeah, go on. Go it's on. Just like 44 years old. That scared Renee, but it was but not 40, like 34 or something like that. No, no. 1978 would be like 44 years old. Damn. Fuck. Damn. Go on, Mr. Math Wizard. <laughs> so I got to see the Misfits with the original line with Glenn Danzig and, and I O'Doyle that, and Jerry Only and uh, I don't care who the fuck the drummer is. I don't know who the fuck the drummer is. Robo for a little bit. That's the one I mentioned. Yeah, He's yeah. the cool one. He was in Black Flag so I and has see, a cool name. I got to see the Misfits. But, like, here's my thing with the Misfits. Cool like, Michael Graves, right? So like, good, good. Michael Graves. The Misfits put out good songs. That era, yeah, that era had a couple. That had a bunch of good songs. Yeah, they had a different Saturday night and love it, love it, love it, love it. it. But Michael Graves supports like the Proud Boys and shit. That's why I was pointing. That's he is. He is a Nazi. What are we supposed to not listen to the Fiend Club? He's a Nazi. It's so hard. This is what makes it hard. He's don't he's call him a he's. Definitely a right wing. He's a right wing nut. All right, all right. So we'll call him a Nazi, but he's a he's he supports like the Proud Boys and shit. Oh uh, well, that's I hear that. that's bad. That's uh, bad. He, well, he's bad. still under right wing nutjob. He definitely follows like the Proud. I looked him up on like uh, yeah, he's Wikipedia he's, and shit like that because I wanted to gather more dude, information. Wikipedia, I can write on Wikipedia. But okay, okay, so maybe no, well, but it's it's well it's well known. We, 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 we all know about we Michael Graves. We all know Michael Graves is a right wing nut. He was on like uh Stephen the, Colbert. Uh, he was on Daily the show. Daily Show and Such shit, a great thing. talking about like how Republican he is and whatnot. ComedyCentral.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking, He's painted like uh, yeah. that was back in like the, that it's was insane. back in what like the Ed early two thousands or like yeah, the late nineties so or something it's one like that. Of the funniest and went right I've when uh, I've seen it. Yeah, right I when the Misfits were putting out like uh, probably hard uh, uh, Saturday Night Saturday Famous Monsters, Famous Monsters and shit like that. So and we played with them. What's the other album? We played with them on Michael. Uh, well, that came out first. That's um, American Psycho. Mike, American yeah, Psycho. American Psycho. Like famous monster. So, like, and here's the thing I have with the Misfits. Like, I will listen to old Misfits night and day. I listen to Glenn Danzig talk about raping your mother. Mother. And, 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 like, don't cancel. Don't cancel me for that. You're probably going to try to cancel me if you're sitting there waiting for me. To say but I don't think he did like it that. in real life. But like, he was just singing this long did, into a podcast. Yeah, I know. I Glenn Danzig did not rape your mother. He did not kill a baby. Okay, so just get over it. He's singing about it, and he's talking about it. It's, it's and tongue, can we talk about hip-hop? It's, hip-hop it's, talking, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's tongue-in-cheek. Like, like, so, like, here's some bad lyrics. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. So here's my thing with the Misfits. The Misfits, they they changed the lineup, and like I love Michael Gray's voice. I love it's Michael, great. Different I love band. Michael Gray's voice, but like he is a douchebag. Yeah. He's a fucking douchebag, and so like I I have this weird relationship with the Misfits because I don't want to support them in the fact that Michael Gray's was once their singer, but like yeah, but when I feel like if I wear if I like I wear a Misfits shirt, I don't want people. To think that I there were also a lot of people Michael Graves. as I show I'm so glad you brought that up as I show my misfits tattoo there's there's I remember when Michael Graves called himself a chauvinist chauvinist what not not the male one some kind of like racist he used some word 
that I had never heard of, but everybody told me it was. You're not as verbiose as Sean is this evening. It was some evil racist word. Right. And he got major heat, tried to walk it back. But I was sitting there like, regardless, if he means it, and even if it was, which I doubt, a complete accident, I, I have a Misfits tattoo. And it's like, do you know what I mean? Same thing. Like, I, I love the casualties. But there's also some bad things about the person that's tattooed to my arm, people say. Yes. Yeah. One of those things yeah. where there's not ever proof, but right. then there's these whispers. Right. And it's like it's it's you know? it's very difficult because so blank we we played with the Misfits when Michael Graves was the singer we 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 played with them we played with them at Action Park we played with them at Irving Plaza we played with them in London okay and we talked to Michael Graves hey how's it going you know we didn't there wasn't, wasn't like white power yeah no he wasn't <laughs> seek hiling us or anything and you know what I mean and and, and, and like we didn't get into in depth political conversations I, I was drunk but i just refuse to be one of those people that calls every republican even though i don't like them a nazi you can't like, no, I, you can't, you can't do that either just like that. every every democrat's not a right snowflake wing, yeah. and all that it, you can't you be a right wing nut generalizations job, a left wing nut job, but, uh, the, the, and and so the, there's but there's people who even when they came out with american psycho right when they said we're, we're getting back together we have a new singer there, there's a lot of people who are like, well, this isn't the Misfits. I hate them. Geffen Records, nonetheless. You know what now I mean? That's so people yelling, sell. So it's it's <laughs> it's it's a matter of the people people who are Misfits fans, and and this is why, like, I said, I like some songs, but I'm not a fanatic. I love every area of the Misfits. There the are the there are people who like the Misfits and only the Misfits. Yes, it's like the old, yes. So when you so, go, and we noticed like it. Kiss. When, like yes, when we when we played with them, we noticed the show was packed, and we were like, you know, it was sold out, and we were like, we don't know a lot of these people. Like, we knew scene. we knew our they have their own group of people that follow I, them. So I when Michael little, Graves, I see little kids walking past me at fucking Target and shit. Where I, in fact, I saw one like two weeks ago. <laughs> a little kid walking past me with a misfit shirt, and I wanted to be like. Name three songs. My, my, my like initial thought was like, name three songs, bitch. I, I, just, I let it go, but I was like, there's no way. It's like Jennifer no Aniston wearing an MC5 shirt in a Friends episode. The Misfits than I do. Maybe his parents are uh, grow, growing him up, but the Listen, Misfits it, have become. You remember, can't. You're kidding. Ten years. Buddy. They become. Make it your kid they in become ten years. a. They become like the Fiend Skull has become. Yes, a, it's commercialized. A brand it's commercialized. Logo. Yes, it's, I mean it's, it's, yeah. it's from very commercialized. No, no, and, so and like, it's it's the it's, same. It's, you just you see it everywhere, and it's not. You can almost put. You don't have to listen to the Misfits to wear a shirt that has the Fiend logo. You can on. almost like Iron Maiden. Now. You can almost put the Misfits in the same category as the Ramones and the Sex Pistols. They're big enough now. Not yeah, I see what you. Almost. Mean. The, it's well, not. It's the fact that you could go to the mall and buy their CD right now. Well, and it's, you could have it's thirty years ago. Yeah, but it, it's also the fact of almost everybody loves them, and like and and has tattoos or has a shirt, especially since the rebirth. Well, yeah, but and also Danzig but even, all the Danzig even in the nineties, it was like oh, I love I, I I love the fucking we when we were auditioning bass players, the guy the bass player he um he 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 died. He was in uh, Banner of Hope. We I talked to him for like five minutes. Super nice guy. Loved him. We toured with, he, he played in Violence Society, like, you know, loved him. But 
talked to him and, and for the blanks, it just wasn't a good fit because I said, well, who, what bands do you like? He said, the Misfits. Jerry, only every note sounds the same. The Misfits. The entire like, bass sounds the same. It was like, same. that was the end of the conversation. I love the Misfits. Sure. Oh, well. Yeah, that's uh, the band. Uh, uh, Check this out, right? Do you guys know what Doyle's guitar looks like? Yeah. It looks like a spider almost. It's, it's not ridiculous. a spider, yeah. but it's It's cut. not even a real guitar. It's it, cut. It, it, you, that he will say he can barely play guitar. And he's not one of these people like Stevie Jones who can barely play guitar. He does it. He's like, the only thing I know how to do is a power chord. Yep. Like he's saying, yep. He builds those guitars by hand. So he can build what? a guitar, he just can't play like, it. I mean, that was Leo <laughs> Fender. He didn't play at all. But I was like, that guitar is so extravagant. And then on top of that, some guitar builder, like expensive, bougie, boutique bar guitar builder, bought licensing from him, and now you can get a super high-end made, like, licensed replica that some, it's not PRS, but so, somebody like Paul Reed Smith is making it. So one of the, one, one of the... Where are the Misfits always kind of their own scene? Yeah. When I go, because so, they're one of the bands to find, hard to find a lot of history on. And then it's like, they were in Jersey. And it's like, I know so much Jersey history, so many Jersey people. You never hear anything about the Misfits. I feel like they were always their own category. I feel like it's almost similar to the Bouncing Souls. Jersey as well. So the Bouncing Souls, it's similar. I, I talked to, you know, the, the, the people that we all know and all of that. Oh, yeah, Bouncing Souls. Yeah, I like them, blah, 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 blah. But they also have this entire audience of people that you won't see at any other punk shows. They Super only go to see, they yeah, like they they love the bouncing souls. I feel that way about. I, th I feel like so there 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 are a lot of bands that are like. I I I have those people also listen to Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day. Kind of yes, feel, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's why it's so weird. And that's because like underground band. Like you'll see people like us at a, at, at a bouncing soul show, right? Yeah. And and we're 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 punk and, and all of that, right? But then you're also gonna see like people who look normal, like college kids and, yep. and stuff like that. And you're like. Like at the dropkick shows. Exactly. So with the Misfits, I feel like I have an unfair college advantage. College kids, that's a good term. It's yes. college kids. So I feel like I have an unfair advantage because my, my older brother was in the scene in the early, like late 70s, early 80s. He's an instructor. Not, not an instructor Someone so much as. one to influence. But I, he told me, like, you know, they saw you 2 at Hitsville that held like 150 people, like him and my sister-in-law. And that must have been crazy in the so 80s. So the hit, US Chaos played with the Exploited and GBH and the UK Subs in 1982, right? So they went to see the Misfits because the Misfits were from Jersey and they played Hitsville and Max's and CB's and all those places, right? And which, by the way, I, I live in the Misfits town now, which you love to. Lodi, uh, how have I not said that? You love to, you know, I would not you let go of, of Danzig being her neighbor for like, like a, a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like I, it was like I moved in. And he was like, "Is Danzig your neighbor?" We're not going to say it, but how about the time you told me the cost in passing? You tell me the cost of your house, and I had an absolute panic attack. And then, and then he gave, <laughs> and then, and then he gave me a panic attack. She was, I was like. I can't, I can't uh, pay for that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you're looking at I went to each side of I spit my drink yeah. out. Oh, my God. Went, yeah. So, but the, so the Misfits would play, and they wouldn't really play. They would get on stage. They'd make, they'd, maybe they'd get through a song, and then they'd start fighting with the crowd. Like, literally oh. fist fighting. Like Gigi Allen? Fist fighting with the crowd. It sounds like, like Gigi Allen. Like, hitting people. For no reason. 
Just for that no reason. Very I'm surprised I've not heard this. Before. They were very. I haven't heard this either. They were very jockish. As I a band. Well, Doyle was like as this a big jack motherfucker. So, so was Danzig. They yeah. were all like little jacked well, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, Danzig, yeah, Danzig is like. And five, you gotta five, remember, so. you gotta remember the time as well, right? So it's late seventies, early eighties. You had so you got Sid Vicious wearing swastikas, right? Yeah. People were out. Punks at that point were out to piss people off. Yes, very sex pistols. No, yes. no yeah. matter what it was, and their whole shtick, right, was the horror punk thing. They wore the makeup. It is shtick, just but, like his. Yeah. But they were also violent and jockish. And my, my brother was like, I had zero interest in that at all. It wasn't his scene. It wasn't his thing. Not his the people, thing. but just the atmosphere. And like it, was, it wasn't so much like, I hate their songs. It was, I'm not a fan of what they do. Yeah. And like, as people kind of. But now I met I met Jerry only I met Doyle I you know I met them absolute sweethearts and because what you do when you're 18 versus when you're 58 is totally different and then, right yes exactly getting so, back to what we were saying yeah before. so it's it's but when they started that was very much it was like a jock core kind of crowd almost in the early 80s and which that you makes sense getting heavier yeah and and so saying. you know so they kind of that's why you kind of see. At their shows, people you're not going to see at other shows. That's what happened to Metallica. The uh, self-titled, people call it the Black Album, it's actually self-titled. The Black Album came out, and that had, like, Enter Sandman. Yeah. And then it was, like, Top the 40, and you got the jock. Yes, 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 exactly. Yes. See, I it's was like what happened at the, at the Woodstock, where, where yeah. it, it, it turned ridiculous, I, and I know women were getting were raped and shit, yep. and... It was that whole um, Limp Bizkit. Yep, the third one. Jock Core. 97. Violent. 99. Nin- yeah, 97 the Offspring was the played it, I know that. You I know, was and, not and at the show. I was driving through Rome where it actually was. Oh, really? The weekend, the Sunday, when the fires were going on. Oh, wow. We're dri- we didn't see it, but right. we're driving, through, were driving the town. through the town. You may as well have been, you know, yeah. coming out of a football stadium. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's crazy. So you look at that. We gotta move on. All right, well, it's go been ahead. two hours. Let's get to round three. All right, yeah, round so three. Got, All right, go. Did you do yours? Go. What was yours again? I went first. Leftover crack and Leftover crack. Victim. Yeah. Okay. So I, well, sum up what you were saying, but we gotta move on. No, no, but that that that, that was kind of my point. That's so it, it, yeah, it, like it just was he was talking about the misfits, and I was just kind of throwing, yeah, interjecting. So you were done. I was yeah, done. I'm done. I thought so. But okay, so number three, number three. Oh yes, number three. One of the only bands when I, because I, especially when I was locked up, was totally, you could get books mailed to you if they were mailed from something like Amazon. Like if it came from a sealed company. It was like from your mom or your you girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. 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 But so I would just be like, mom, type in. And I'd have to try and think of bands that would actually have books right. about them. Right. Get it from Barnes and Noble and, and ship yeah, to me. Like yeah. 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 So this band is one of the only bands I forget who that actually was. comes up in the Misfits history when I or, or in this band's own history they reference the Misfits. That's more what I'm trying to say. You can find out information about the Misfits, but I feel like you never hear other bands referencing their referencing their stuff. But let me get back to my point except for this one band. And this band is definitely their number three for me because I 
have the when I hate when I'm on the hate side of this band, it's the band out of these three with the least amount of hate that I have. And uh, this band had many lineup changes, and on top of that, we're talking four singer changes. So with four lineup changes, it especially is, it's four hard to switch singers. singers. It's, it's, you're not. You're gonna have different sounds. You're gonna have different personalities. You're yep. gonna have different writers. You're, and it's such a focal point. So this really. So we're looking at the exploited in the past, and they change sound. But Wadi's still always been the main guy. Yes. Now this band changes sounds regularly, and I, it's their later stuff that I generally will be like, oh, skip this song. That's what this is. It's not, this band was third, you know what I mean? It's like, just, uh, I don't, you can skip. That happens too much. Because even if I was listening to their early albums. Or it's like such and such a singer's era. And exactly. I don't like this. It's I don't like, like their style. Oh, I, I need don't like... 80 to 84. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can get these like compilation albums or whatever the word would be. Where it's compilation. Like, but he it, always says yeah. compilation. Where it would be like this era, yes. that era, yes. this era. And it's all drastically different lineups yes. with the same songs. And like when we were talking about sometimes when a member like rubs you the wrong way, it's like with this many lineup changes, like that's bound to happen. But this band, their sound just went so into left field. I remember now. It yeah. got to jazz, if you will. Now, at the same time, I can respect them. I am talking about Henry Rollins' era, Black Flag, mostly, but Black Flag. I'm choosing Black Flag. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for announcing it. I I, 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 I remembered when you when you started talking about. It, I was like, I I know the band because I was like, I forget who he is. Back to my when Rollins joins the band. That, so absolutely love. There's not many songs with Keith. Love Keith. Love Ron's release, whose name, Chav something, they gave him a mean Spanish name, there was problems. Stuff like that, you know what I mean? And he says nowadays, these are his words, he says that it was racist, you know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> it's like, but what, do we not listen but to this But at the time, now? we were all right. It was, yeah. And it's like, because I forget, they name him something like Chav, I keep wanting to say Che Guevara, or whatever, but it's something, they, something they, ridiculous. They like a playoff. Yeah. yeah. And his name is Ron, but they were mad because he quit the band in like the middle of a show. You know what I mean? And uh, but I love his sound. And then you get to uh, Dez, and that's where they get real throaty, screamy. Dez actually sounds a lot like Henry. Sometimes Dez is more mean. Uh, when I was a kid, it was harder to tell, at least. At first listen, you could think that was the same man singing on a different album. You know what I mean? But I still like Des better than Henry. However, the Damaged album, a lot of, couple good songs. Yeah, there's a lot of skips. There's a, and then you get to My War. And this is where they get real out of the box. And this is the best album I could say I have a love-hate relationship with especially because of the song, I Love You. Now, this album is very avant-garde, very, you know, it's weird timings, uh, not, there's no hooks. The guitar solos are just noise. Like, it's, it's notes, but they do not go together. 
like it, it may as well be like an early Lou Reed Velvet Underground. Sonic Youth. And I think of like, Sonic Youth with that stuff. And like it's, noise. Yeah, it's and not like, in time. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if you listen to Henry's lyrics, it does a great job reflecting that. Right. Because those lyrics are about him having like mental breakdowns and like a fight in his mind and being angry and just like on a rampage and it's like, well, so then if you, that's a very artsy fartsy. If you look at it from that, it's like, that's interesting. But like the song, I love you, right? And Henry's going, I love you. <laughs> just like that is the chorus. And it's supposed to be weird. And I remember hearing it when I bought the CD because I love the track, My War. I bought it from Double Decker and this song came on and I was like, is this a joke? Like, is this like all lost in the supermarket? Yeah, yeah. I can't stand it. And I'm like, this song sucks. Fuck it, blah, blah, blah. And then I find myself, like, three months ago, like, I really want to hear I Love You by Black Flag. And it's not the first there time are weird, it's it, It's a weird thing, man. Uh, like, like, you, there are songs that, like, you, you hate them when you first hear them, and then, like, they get stuck in your head somehow. And also, which was funny, that's a good, good point. Well, also, another thing, though, was it wasn't like it got played on the radio. Like, right. it, like, jumped in my head. And then, like, I wouldn't want to listen to that song right now. I would think it was dumb. But then it's like, no, I want to hear that I Love You song. So Black Flag, like I said, they were last on my list. These are our last choices. Uh, and I, I, I feel like I summed them up. Well, let's try it's kind of like It's kind of like, it's kind of like. We all had to think harder for our Well, me, me, me and Dean always joke about the band Television. I don't because, like part of them. So we, so we, we, we joke, and, and Dean will say every once in a while, he goes, so I tried to listen to Marquee Moon again. And he goes, I'm still not old enough to like television. And I, I've never gotten to the end. And and but there's but my point is that some bands you listen to when you're young and you don't appreciate them. Whether they're too musical or too melodic or they're not punk enough, whatever. And you get older, you mature, you go through life, and then you go. He's singing about my life. Oh my God! Like this, this is the best song I've ever heard. Television, we we just funny we, story. We funny story. Right now, uh, my dad's been on the show a handful of times, very drunk at like 2 a.m. And uh, my dad, uh, growing up, both of my parents were into punk, and you know, like, but like known punk, like CBGBs, those bands. Rock like, and roll you know stuff I mean? yeah. as well. And, and right. like, so I grew up listening to the Ramones and the Sex Pistols yep. and Billy Idol. And my dad was also very into Southern rock. But when the Mars Attacks movie came out, okay? Um, so uh, Mars Attacks, great movie. What's the director's name? Jack, Jack Nicholson yeah, was in it. What's the director's name? Tim uh, Edward Scissorhands. Tim, yes. Burton. Yes. Tim Burton. Okay. So if you remember, spoiler alert, the way they finally figure out to kill the Martians. I forget. I, it's I, I, that I, guy singing. He's like yodeling. He's like, yodeling. He's not yodeling, but it's some terrible all vocal music. Yeah. It's American, but it's like an American version of yodeling. I can't think of his name. Google what kills the Mars attacks aliens. But the first time. I watched this movie with my dad. It was when it came out. I'm like 10. He's like, oh, my God. He's laughing and half 
angry. And he's like, oh, I hate this, but this is great. It's hilarious, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, your Uncle Sal, his brother, his older brother, loved this. I always hated it, and he played it constantly. Oh, my God, why did he listen to this? I remember this like the back of my hand. I can go downstairs on Saturday, and randomly, my dad will start playing this guy and be like, Oh, love it. Remember when I was listening to a kid? And I'm like, I distinctly remember. Second example, same guy, right? Family guy. And uh, Mr. Conway Twitty. My dad was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Look at him in that fucking shirt. Oh, listen. Oh, that was terrible. Three years later, after the 50th time, fucking family guy does it. My dad's like, yeah, Conway Twitty. <laughs> Damn. So what killed the Mars Attacks aliens? Who's the singer? I, I can't Let me see your phone real quick. So uh, you, go with, uh, who, you go on with number two. All right, so three, my, number, three, my, my number, number three, number three. three. My number three is a uh, a band that we play on here a lot, actually, and we play the same song a lot. Um, Slim Whitman. You. Slim Whitman. Go okay. up look Slim Whitman or watch Mars Attacks. That's who I was talking about. Go on. Go ahead. So he didn't actually say any words that no, whole time. I, so. Yeah, was, <laughs> Was so we're talking about a band that um, we play on here a lot, and they're like, I, I remember listening to these guys growing up in high school. Me and Andrew used to listen to them all the time, and they put out an album, they put or they put out a seven inch, that was like, absolute garbage apparently, and I didn't even know about it because you I keep stopped, going. I'm gonna go make a drink. I stopped listening to them. I don't know why. Um. But uh, I bought their 7-inch at Spin Me Around Records, and I listened to it, and I was like, holy shit, this is not, this is not the band that I grew up listening to. And I had my brother listen to it, and I was like, if you want this, you can have it. And he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'm talking about the Street Brats. <laughs> We're talking about the street brats, and so this, like this was rough. I agree. I concur. This, this is this, we loved that because they went, they went from like purely sound, pu pure anthem, like street, like rock street, and roll. street punk, like anthem, anthem. Shit. yes, like anthem, anthem shit. Street. Fuck yeah, rock and roll, street Fuck yeah. anthem. Fuck yeah, they went from like to anthem oh shit, yeah, yeah. Oh and they yeah. went and they changed oh their, yeah. they changed their sound so much. I'm like, what the fuck? At least they didn't do it to be all mainstreamy. Because if anything, I honestly feel like that hurt them. Because funny story, I, I hate to say this, and we love the Street Brats. We love that first album. I mean, that was I had I had the um, Andrew. I it was we we had uh, I had the fucking teenage time bomb. There was teenage was time bomb, and there was the the seven inch they did with the bomb that was on it. Yeah, uh, that's uh, the that uh, That's the first album. No, uh, the seven inch they did. Oh yeah, that's uh, it had a bomb out. Yeah, I can't remember what the one. fuck songs on it. I had a teenage I ha time bomb set to explode. Teenage time bomb. Yeah, maybe yeah. I I had it and I never got to play it because I never had a record player at the time. I just bought records when I was a kid because you wanted to play because them. I wanted to play them, but I didn't have a fucking record player to to play them on. See, so I I, I love the Street Brats, but like this this evidence that they put out, man, like it. I think it, it actually, when I was saying, at least they didn't do it for the popularity, because, and I, I feel bad that we're saying this, but we're being honest, I love the Street Rats, and, uh, but when 
I was surprised because I was obsessed with charged records, and I would be. This was before they like, switched record Facebook, labels, right? Well, they didn't. They weren't on any label. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, why? I'm like, there's a new Street Brass record going to their website. I'm like, why is there nothing about this on Charged? Like, how come I didn't hear anything about this? And I'm like, oh, it's not on Charged, and it was on like their own DIY thing, which is weird because they did their own DIY stuff, and then they did like at least one Charged seven inch. And then a charged full length that was one of my favorites, you know what I mean? And it was like it was almost like they were regressing. Like, why is this not on the label? I go to my local store, Double Decker. I'm a regular there at the time, and uh, I walk up to the counter. I got a bunch of seven inches, and Jamie, the owner of the store, the man selling me the product, is like that record four dollars. The, yeah, the yellow one. The yellow one. The, the the, the, the later seven The one that was yellow. I, I don't... It had their pictures on the cover. Yes. But, yes. Okay. But I... It is like $4, $5, and he's... And he stops, and he gets to the street brats, and he just lives it there. And it's only like four bucks. He goes, have you heard this yet? Just like that. I said, no, nah, but I'm really excited to. I fucking love them. I got them painted on the bottom back section. You know how you got that lit, that big yeah. area at got, the bottom, yeah, that three-inch Like, yeah. that's some prime real estate. Yeah, like, yeah. that's, like, number two that, spot. That, the, yeah, like, yes, you know what I mean? Yes. That, I got street brats, and in between the words, I drew the bomb and paint and all that. And he goes, why don't... They have records, the players, all turntables all over the place. He goes, why don't you sample this before you, you buy it? Like, it's not, like, shrink-wrapped or anything. I'm like... Okay, I put it on, and from dude, the beginning, dude, it was like Good Charlotte. It's they were bad. always kind it's of bad. poppy, but it was rock and roll, and I it was mad. I don't even want to say it's poppy. Well, it, was, it was, but it's it was, great. it was. It's not bad to be poppy. It's, it's not. It's not. It was catchy. They were. It wasn't poppy. You could play it. On I don't want to use that word poppy. I know you don't want to use it. I don't want to use that word. But poppy. it was, and it's great. But it doesn't have to be bad. I don't mean pop like Madonna. But they did have a, they had been a lot. Down. They had melodic, like, dead and kids are coming after you. Yeah. Like, that's not, to me, that's not poppy. That's just melodic. Yes. But then, then, they did, then, then they did this, like. But, Sean, then, I, compared, this, who was the most poppy band on Charged Records? Who would you say if someone asked you was the most poppy band? Is it, is it, um, is it Antidote? Is it. <laughs> Is it the casualties? Is it the, the vodkas? Is it UFC? Is it the street, street brats? For charged records, they were the poppies. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry. You're I not gonna. You're gonna I need didn't a, spill a anything. Thermos. Fuck you guys. You're gonna need. We're gonna get you a sippy that. cup. We're gonna get okay. you. But I. It sucks too because that's what I'm saying. And they were a band that was like. Like, leftover crack. Like I said, when I first heard them, I didn't like them at all. The Street Rats, I liked them instantly. They were putting out records while I was into them. It wasn't something from 10 years ago, 30 years ago. And it was something like, yes, I'm so excited for this record, and I'm going to buy it. And it was like, I didn't even walk out of the store with it. Because the owner was like, you're not going to want that. The guy selling it to me, just because he knew by looking at my other records and him adhering it. Do you have anything else to say about the Street Rats? Um, just the... Uh... That seven inch, like We're definitely I playing I don't the first they, song on the full. I don't know if they put yeah. The last well, let's song. play some old street no, brass. We're finishing this. Um, so like that seven inch that they put out that I bought, I bought it and I was like, 
I listened to it, and I don't know what the fuck I was getting into when I bought it. I listened to it, and I was like, oh, my God. They're, that's their heaviest release by far. That's he- the mix Not and everything. F- the seven. The first one. Oh, you're talking about the later the one? Late, oh, my did, I say the, did I say the first one? I don't know, but uh, do you the have a new The latest one, the yellow one. The yellow one that has their pictures on it. I bought it, and I played it, and I was like, oh, my God. I never listened to it again. And I, <laughs> I, except when I gave it, I, I said, Colin, I have the seven inch. You have crappy th- taste in music. You'll love this. Yeah. Here you go. I was like, yo, listen to this band. I joke. I joke. Listen to this I band. Um, if you like it, you can he have it. He does have crappy taste in music. Yeah. Did he like it? That's the question. He, he took it. He took the record. He took it. Exactly. He, he listened to it. He took it. He kept Sean it. Sean was like, this yeah. is more up your alley. I said, if you if you want it, you can have it. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. I don't feel. See? Here's the thing. Colin likes punk rock. Colin but does like he likes a lot of he things. like he, Colin is a very collective music, yeah. so he'll go to a virus show, right? But he'll go to a fucking band show. He'll go, he'll go to a band that like we've never heard of. Like, I've uh, seen the Pesh Mode like three uh, times. Man, just, just say there's nothing wrong with that. That's the band team. that I know that he'd like. He'll go to, the, but he go he goes. I don't think the Manchester Orchestra is considered shows. a band. No, he I've never. I don't know. He'll go to a. He'll go to see the wheels and shit like that. We're gonna go. See he's been the blank shows. He's been on the show plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's, gonna, we're gonna, he's gonna go. He's gonna go see the blank. We're gonna see the wheels together in November. But he listened to the Street Rats seven inch and he liked it. He liked it. <laughs> he was like, that's was, the evidence. And I'm like, uh, that was dude. the deciding factor. I don't hate the Street Rats, but goddamn it, that record was not good. It was not good. It was not good. You know who loved it? Matt Finkin and Justin Sicali. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But you're, you're, you know who Justin Sicali is? I know, no, I know who Justin Sicali is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, so me, number so, three. Did, 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 so we my, had the exploited and the damned. I know. I, I went like shoppers. very, I went like really. Very old. And so is this one. Like, yeah. So, this one would totally be on my list. So this one. I just gave it to her. They could have been my number three. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it. So people that love this band love them, and then there's a whole bunch of people that hate them because so many bands try to sound like them, right? So you got you got this huge band that's influential and all of that, and I mentioned the singer before, and he said, your band is as strong as your drummer, and they totally went in such different directions, which, as a band... Great. They were so talented that they could do all of these different types of... of they of, evolved. Uh, they evolved. They but, but, as a fan, right, again, and it, it, it kind of harkens back to The Damned. It's like, now, I never got to see this band live, unfortunately, and uh, never will, um, because... Uh, yeah, well, this, well, well, no, one, only one. Jones they were, they died of cancer. They were a three-member band. I'm not supposed to can't say Can't even say that. three-quarter. Two, was, two members yeah, are just one. Dead. one. No, you one, can't even only say one. three-quarter. Mickey Jones is dead. He died of cancer. The drummer is dead. Died of cancer. Wait, 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 wait. Mickey Jones is dead. Mick Jones died? No. No, he did not die. He like parties. He still parties with like. Well, we uh, definitely know Joe. We definitely know Joe Strummer is dead. We know Joe Strummer is dead. So my band is the Clash, right? So, so it it was funny because because I did an interview. So, uh, Pat Battalion Zolska, 
right? Violent Society. Violent Society. He hates the Clash, right? His wife Rachel There's Drew gets. There's a lot of people that hate the right? Clash. Right? Exactly. Well, and I think I think a lot of it doesn't is, Paul from the um, the Parasitics hate the Clash. Probably, too. yeah. So I think, and again, it's because they got so popular because they evolved. Like Damn, I, said, I hope people don't start thinking I'm dead when I'm that old. <laughs> but yeah, Mickey Jones, I guess Warren, he died of cancer. Didn't you think he's not dead? No. You're right. I know. Was it a hoax or something? I definitely saw he was dead on Facebook. But yeah, How there's old no is death date. He, like, he was born not. in 55. He's, only, he's that young? Yeah, he's Joe, 67 yeah, then. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Strummer died maybe? like early 60s. Yeah, it was. It was, it was Joe Strummer died. a little older than that. Died early, young. He. So, well, so anyway, so. So Pat from Violent Society is is interviewing me, and we're talking about The Clash. And I said, you know, it's funny. I said, because I love The Clash. I love early Clash. Here's the, the love-hate thing, right? So I love early Clash. But I'm one of, I feel like I'm one of the few people who loves The Clash who's never written Clash-like songs, right? I've never written a Clash-like like, song. And, and it's a totally different style of playing. And I love them. I, lo- I love the early shit. They genre jump. And, well, the, and first album, the first the self-titled album, that's the only is, full is punk. Fantastic. The second album is mostly punk, and then and then London Calling they started to Call- yeah, and that's like there's some great songs, but there's plenty of skips. There's that's like, like the dividing the line for most people. Well, but that's the, also they had the, drastic changes after that with like labels and members. A lot. Of things well, that. the only the only member really. So the first album. Most of it was played with... Um, Topper? No, it was... Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the first drummer. Uh, Topper came after. This... Uh, Nikki... No. Was it Nick Heaton? That name sounds familiar. I think it was Nikki Heaton. I'll look it up. Yeah, I think it was Nick Heaton. I want to say Nick Heaton. H-E-A-D-O-N. He played, I think, almost... If not all the songs, the majority of the songs on the first <laughs> album. Right. So there's also a, Lond- uh, a, a, a a UK release of the first album that has a different version of White Riot, which is actually even punker and more raw than on the yeah. American version. So a lot of people hate The Clash, I feel, like because so many bands try to be like The Clash, right? Well, what bands are you talking about? Because I, I Rancid. Have yet- uh, you, think you think Rancid tries to be like The Clash? I, I, I think they... Oh. Yeah, they dude, like, it. think it's, of um, white shoes, black hat, oh, yeah. Cadillac, that, that whole, the boys they, of time okay. bomb. Okay, they, I got that. The original drummer Nikki is... Nikki Heaton? Uh, no, it's Terry something. Terry Chimes. Terry Chimes. Who the fuck is Nikki Heaton? Nikki. I know that name. I know that I know name, that too. Name. Okay. Yeah, I so I, 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 I'm drunk, but... So Topper Heaton. Topper Heaton. Topper Heaton is the second drummer. So that's one band. So the Rancid tries to be like the Clash. So I think... Well, there's 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 a lot. I... And ska bands, ska and bands, and all, and all of that, and, and they got they were they were the most commercial. Yeah, VH1, even more commercial. Classic yeah, rock station, even more commercial They're than in the, the Ramones. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, so are the Ramones, but There's, I feel like the Clash, the Clash a lot more on the radio. Rock the Casbah. Was, should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go? Train in vain. Train in vain. I love Train, Train in, in vain. vain. That is the poppiest song. I was talking to Ava. We were listening to the Clash. I said. Maybe these guys, then they got a lot of songs. I said, they're kind of lame. And I said, then they got some songs that are straight up poppy as hell in top 40. And I said, and I absolutely love one of them. Yep. And we're going to listen to it right now. Listen, yeah. so, and I put on train and, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to say this. So we love punk, right? And we love underground shit. We love, and we love heavy, 
fucking raw punk rock. But at the same time, we love poppy shit. So, like, what does that say? I listen to disco. I, 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 listen. It well, says I, that, that it says that we're not close minded. It says we have a, it says, it says, it says we're having a very eclectic taste in music. So, like, and I appreciate that. I appreciate people that have a collective taste in music. Wild card, bitches. So I wild think... card, wild card, bitches. So like, um, if if you if you like the underground shit, if you like the heavy, if you like old school, like if you like Dead Man's Shadow, like old school, like UK eighty two. Yeah. And you don't you, but you also like rock the Casbah. That means that your taste in music is. Very, very wide. Yeah. Very no, wide. I, and, and, that, and to me, so the reason I, I give you props for that because it means, it means am I that on? you're not. Is this you're not yeah, yeah, okay. It means that your taste of punk rock is not just like, I only like this shit. I think also what it is, though, I will say you don't find too many people who found the casualties first and then were like, oh, the casualties. I'm in, I, now I'm going to get into the clash and I like the clash. I think a lot of the that that happens with the Clash is because they were so mainstream yes. and early. So therefore, yeah. a kid like me, whose parents weren't like street punks, but was getting exposed to punk, they were easier to find. You could oh, they're on VH1, they're on the radio. You you get a question about them on Jeopardy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like at a younger age. We got into that band, and then that band made us hear like the term punk, or I, I even if it, not that band per se, but a lot of people. Yeah. And then, because it doesn't seem like you'd be listening to the Exploited and then be like, and you were that's what you heard first, and then you'd go back and get into the Clash. Well, that's I a, think I I think I first heard the Clash on like uh, just some radio station, right? And, like, it was at the time when I was, like, into punk, and I didn't really know a lot about The Clash because I just wasn't that in... Yeah. I wasn't that delved into punk rock yet. So, like, I heard... The first songs that I heard were Rock the Casbah and, and, and Should I Stay or yeah. Should I Go? Or, like, um, fucking... Um, what what are, what are their other radio hits? Train and Van. Train and Van. Yeah. Or or um, London Calling, the London song calling, London Calling, or yeah. like, but then but then I I I listened to them, I listened to them more and like, like the first album, like the self-titled album, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's it's the fantastic. only straight punk album. It, I feel yeah, like. it's so, so good. It, it's, it's so good. My brother Colin bought it for me for like my birthday like three years ago. Yeah, and I I, and um, I listened to it all the way through, for like the first time. Probably ever actually, because I just never, I just never got that into the Clash. I listened to it. And I was like, "Holy shit, this album rules!" Um, the fact, but, but but like, you listen to like like Rock the Casbah compared to this earlier White, shit. White Riot, yeah, nineteen seventy-seven. You know, Janie Jones, yeah, versus Jimmy uh, Jag. Train in Vain. Yeah, it's it's completely different. Oh, it's it's a, Jimmy Jag. Compared to like I rock, Jimmy Jazz, Jimmy Jazz, yeah, Jimmy even, Jazz. Well, isn't that the flag? I don't, I don't fucking know. Don't yeah. they like, call that that? If, if you're, if you're a punk glory. fan, Janie Jones. Jack. If you're gonna listen to Janie Jones and you're listening to Rock the Casbah, if you're an actual punk fan, you're not gonna like 
rock the Casbah over JD no. Doe. No, like no, 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 no. You could be an actual punk fan and like anything you want, my man. Yeah. So I think. So I, my. I disagree because the the sound the set like if so if I like the Clash more, I'm not punk rock. I'm not I think saying, I think I'm what he's saying, saying is that it almost I'm sounds like two different bands. Almost like they like, sound they, they don't saying, sound they don't sound the same. It's like, completely different. It's yeah, completely different. How you'd be less punk? That's what he said. I didn't. I didn't. I, I misunderstood you. Just, that. No, I, I didn't say that. You. I didn't say that. I, uh, I what said did you if say? You, I said if you're more of a punk fan, if you like that raw, you like that punk raw, rock, heavy stuff, oh, rock I sound. You were saying you are more. No, of a, I, no, I, no I misunderstood I you. I did not say that. That's my. If you're if you're more of that raw punk rock fan, you're gonna like Jenny Jones more than you like rock and course. Right. Do you agree? And that's where. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's where my love hate comes into play because I feel like I admire the fact that they were talented enough to evolve to the point where they could play these things, right? Because the Sex Pistols, because the Sex Pistols could never have made Rock the Casbah or or Train in Vain. They could not have played those kind of songs, right? Exactly. The complexities, the the production, being all of it. Yes. So live. So, the love-hate thing comes more to, they evolved almost, they, they evolved too much. Can I take on for a second? Because that's where yep. I, I want to jump off. Yeah, because I got into that 70s hold era on, and they started playing on. like disco type shit. Hold on. So, what, what did you just say? I said they evolved too much. Oh, yes. See, and this is what's really like crazy for became me. a different band almost. because like, it, i i was gonna pick the clash as three but renee said it out loud first and that's why i had a stretch i won i won but one of the things with me as you're talking evolve and getting better as a musician if you watch the documentaries and also just listen to it one of the most like driving members of that sound change is paul the bass player yeah and i love paul's bass lines He's such a great bass player. Paul Cinnamon. Yeah, Paul Cinnamon. Paul Cinnamon. Yeah. Paul Stanley. Paul I'm Cinnamon. Not, not, no, uh, Paul Simonon. Simonon. It's but, Paul uh, Simonon, and he calls him. He calls him uh, Paul Cinnamon. Kiss. He can't but say his name. He. Uh, it was like he. He, he was he, so fucking he, hot. He. He, he was. He was a great bass player, and I loved his lines. But he was making them the sound I didn't like. Yeah. They were all reggae. Because of him, his baseline, it was his influence. Yeah. He was into the reggae. When they music, started, he couldn't and play. I loved his lines. Yes, exactly. And he got better because he was listening to reggae records. Yep. But then they turned into a reggae band because it's not like he took, see, like me, not that I've done this, but I would aspire to, perhaps, I do it more with Motown, take those Motown lines and make, make them punk. punk. He just played reggae right. well. Right. So it's like, oh, I love this baseline. Oh, he can groove. And I really have always struggled with that. I was more, maybe I wasn't a real musician. Like, I was just more boom, boom, boom. It was hard for me to get, like, a groove. But it's like, but then it's not punk to the ear. And it's, like, so confusing. It, because it, it, it's, 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 it's a situation where, you know, again, the band evolved. They, they learned how to play better, all of that kind of stuff. But they, they got... Too top forty, too poppy. Absolutely. Too too much. They lost. They lost where they came from. Well, think about right? it. Right. It's cut the crap. I don't. It, it's it's most crap. of the singles. Most of the singles are Mickey Jones songs, but most of the songs are Joe Strummer songs. 
but they were singling Trey in vain. Yeah. And should I stay or should I the go? The And yeah. even, well, I'm saying Mickey Jones featured mostly in the lyrics. Yeah. Even Rock the Caspar. Joe Strummer definitely singing lead, but heavy Mick in it. The whole chorus is but, Mick. But, but Rock the Casbah was Topper's song. He played every instrument on that song. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. So if, was if he you, considered to be in the band at that time? Because sometimes yeah. he would play. So that was even, he was like a hired gun. Well, he was he was he was he was a junkie. Yeah, and that was so why. he yeah. he it, eventually he got so bad that that he was out of the band. Yeah, and, then and he that's when back but not fully. Yeah, and that's when Mick Jones was out of the band. It was mostly like Joe Strummer, mm-hmm. basically. It was Joe and Paul just kind of hanging on. Paul Cinnamon. Paul Cinnamon. But so so Topper wrote Rock the Casbah. And recorded it. Pretty much, he had the piano like so he laid that down. Then he laid the drums down. Super talented guy. And then they came in and they overlaid the 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 guitar and all that stuff. But that was his song. That their biggest hit, which is hysterical. But again, like that is especially because it'd be like if political violence was like your I want to be a punk. Yeah. it's, That's a Chad song, right? Political violence was a song from my brother, actually. Oh, from well, I knew it was somebody random. Yeah, yeah it so. was. It, so it, but with the with the Clash, it was like you saw the progression, right? So they did the first album, then they did um, uh, "Give Him Enough Rope," which had Tommy Gunn and Safe European Home, and and uh, it, you know, was some, Police on My Back on that? That was on the first album. No, it's not on. The it is. No, I'm positive. Oh, no, no, I'm not police on my back. I'm yeah. sorry, police and thieves. Monday, I think police and thieves. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, Monday, police and thieves Tuesday, was way... Uh, police, police on my on back my was back. way... <laughs> that was way... See, way down. I love that fucking song. Oh, that's a great song. I love that That's song. fantastic. Mickey Jones. It's fantastic. See, Joe Strummer was more like, the, in my eyes, the driving force, the poet. Because you could really look at The Clash and if make you them read, a parallel to The Beatles. If you read anything, any interviews with them at all... Mick Jones was always the poppy guy. Yeah. And Joe Strummer was always more the, the, the punky, angry reggae guy. That's what like I'm the, saying. The reggae stuff, but not the poppy reggae stuff. He was into the political well, that's, well, yeah, I was gonna say they reggae kind of, yeah, you know, like the police and thieves kind of stuff. The you know, Beatles, the, same thing. McCartney and Lennon. Yeah. Two drastically different voices. Yep. Two different songwriters writing yep. about different things. Yep. And, it and there's going to be the clashes. Right, it's like, like a double front man kind, and of. it's it's you. So you had two front men, right? Because they each sang, they each wrote songs, and all of that. But it's the the reason why it's a little. I'd hate, be thinking something to myself if I was Joe Strummer and a producer was making Mickey Jones' songs, the singles. I personally, being real, I'd be like, "What's up with that?" I'd be thinking that. Like I sing eighty percent. He couldn't. Songs, he couldn't say much because all the because singles are hit. He couldn't say much because he fucked Mick Jones's girlfriend, no, yeah. and and, and that that cared, apparently. Well, Mick Jones cared. That's what caused the big rent. Should I stay or should I go? That's what started. I've heard. Never mind. It's always a woman. It's always a woman. Goddamn women. But so anyway, so that's where where my love hate thing comes in because I absolutely adore the Clash. I love them as songwriters, as musicians. After London Calling, it kind of got. They lost focus. It's like I feel like. What's they got it? very. They started to get popular. London Calling was a huge hit, right? Rolling Stones like number one hit, number one album of the seventies or whatever. What's the boot album? with should I stay or should I go? What the fuck's it called? They're like at an oil, rock the Casbah. What the fuck's that album called? The, the fourth one. Uh, 
Uh, I had it on vinyl. They're they're like all in the cover. There's a picture of them. They're like on a train track riding and something. Oh, and, uh, I, shit! It's their most popular album. I know I mean, what you're talking. About. It's like not it cut the crap. It's no. uh. What is it called? Nah, you gotta look it up. Okay, Google what? You know why? Because I don't own it and I don't listen I to it. I don't. It. I had it. And Show that me the was album actually cover too, because I know what you're talking combat about. Rock. Combat, combat rock. Combat rock. Yes. Show me the combat album. Rock. I was saying boots combat. I was yeah. going. But if you listen to the lyrics of "Know Your Rights," and they're in a that's, that's if you if, if you listen to do you guys it, think that she was saying if you listen to the lyrics to "Know Your Rights," off, I I think that's on Combat Rock. If you if you look at the song titles, it's it's lyrically it's an track. amazing song. But the song is. Do you guys think that the Clash changed also their philosophy on songwriting as they went on to? They must have. I think they just. I think it was a it was a combination of they evolved as musicians, right? They started to get better, but then there was also. I think record company pressure and inner band turmoil and, that, that's and stuff. Of, that's the type of shit that ruins punk rock for what it is because you have these record labels that want. Especially that's why with, there's a love hate thing. Because it, like, it, it, the Clash got popular, and they were supposed to they, stand for they, something. And they and they get signed to um, were they were Capital? They on, was Cap, it Capital was Records? It Capital or was it? I, I don't know. Off the yeah, top yeah, was it, to be honest. it wasn't. Get, no, 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 no. I think it was like Capital Records or something like that. Yeah, Misfits. But like, I mean, it's it's so it's hard. Shout out to the bands that stay on like independent like punk labels because they're not. But it's not all about it's not all about the label. It's about standing up for your what you believe in, right? But as those, opposed but to, those, but those it's about those keeping major those control. major labels are going to. Try so have you, to get you to put complete out, control from their first album? Put, it's all about this to get you to put out stuff that's not going to be that's going to be safe. Now that's yes, going to be exactly. safe. That's, that's going to be safe. About Mickey Jones singing, that's yes. more radio friendly. And he's all he was always. If you if you and read, he was prettier. If you read if you read any interviews. With Joe well, Strummer, after they he, compare themselves to the Rolling Stones, but he, Mick Jones, Richards, but Mick Jones loved the poppier stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and, and Mick Jones went on to, to be a rock star. He was yes. he had the biggest ego, according yes. to him. Yes, like he he said he wanted to be the guitar god, Keith Richards, the cool flash. He wanted clothes. to be on the cover of the teenage yeah. magazines. He, he wanted to he be wanted that to guy. And, yeah. Yes, that was Joe his. He was the principal, but then he fucked Mick Jones's girlfriend. I know. Like, I meant principal, like, like our lyrics. Like politically. Yeah, that's what. Politically, I mean. like and built and, on principle. And but, but then he was kind of not a great guy and not a great bandmate and stuff. You shouldn't and fuck your friend's girlfriend. You should you not. That. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. You should not that do that ever. So, but it was, but again, it it, it it's that whole. They evolved, but I I kind of feel like they evolved too much. You know what I mean? Well, this is what I was gonna so say. So, like for example, if the well, Clash I mean, played Rock the, today. Rock the Casbah is like kind of like it's 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 like it's almost like you you probably hear that in a disco in the nineteen. No, exactly. So, but if the Clash played today, right? If they did what the Misfits did, right, and they got back together, and it was all the you know the original they they've got Topper Heaton on drums and Joe Strummer still alive, and they played, 
What do you think their set list they're gonna would play, be? They're going to play Rock the Casbah. They're, they're going to play, play Rock the Casbah. They're going to play, play Train Rock Invasion. London they're going to play or London Calling. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah, they're going to play. They're going to play Lost in the Supermarket. They're going to play Magnificent Seven. They're not going to play stuff Which is like a 10 minute album of them trying to rap. What would they play off the first album? They'd probably play. They'd play White Riot. Oh, they definitely play White Riot. Yeah, yep. they definitely they play White like Riot. They do like a three-song set of it, like yeah. with White Riot. Same. But what I was they might say, play, you guys they might play, talking, uh, Jesus, this is the third they, time they might play Jane Jones. They might play. Uh, no, I don't think they would play. I don't. I don't think they would play much like at all. You guys were saying with the record labels, so not from my perspective, not a punk rock perspective, and I agree with you. You keep saying like a a, a different sound, and the, don't you think? Like kind of from a le- record, a mainstream record label perspective, the jack of all trades but master of none. Like, doesn't a record label though? Isn't that a bad strategy for them to be trying to push them, but to have eight different sounds? Because even on, I keep going to the London Calling album because it's really like the crossover album. One song to the next could be its own like set. Like its own theme, like it doesn't flow. Like, like all London your calling. records, especially tanked and pogoed, it flows. London calling sounds like it was recorded in different studios on different days. It's not, but with different musicians. See, I don't feel that way. I I, I like the London calling. I think album. I think no, I, 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 I think, like it. I think London calling and uh, does not sound like Supermarket. <laughs> the mix at all. They don't sound like the same band. So I think I think what happened with the Clash is because they were the most commercially successful. By far. Of the punk bands. By far. By, like, just... Way more than the Sex Pistols. Because they were the poppiest. Way more than the Sex Pistols. They started to... And they survived way longer than the Sex Pistols. Well, yeah. There was one album, and it was... But, but, with... And that's why, like, people say The Clash is the only band that matters, because their first couple albums, they had songs that mattered. They had... Everybody else Purpose. was like hair metal, and they came along like Nirvana with like, we have meaning, were, and everybody else was just flash. They were... Studs and leather. You know, Sex Pistols were all anger, right? And just, I hate you. Obscenity. You suck, and we're going to shock you. Yeah. Whereas The Clash were like, we're... Poli- they were I adults. <laughs> they, they even said, they, they said we're political with a, a, a lowercase p. Personal politics. They brought politics into it. And bands like the Dead Kennedys and things like that took that and ran with it. But they were, the Clash were the first ones. Like, you listen to the damn first album, there's not one political thing. The Sex Pistols, the only God thing. God Save the Queen is in England's name. Well, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, the Sex Pistols had God Save the Queen. Is he going to sing God Save the King? She's dead. I'll, I'll, she I'll, did I'll, die. <laughs> God did not save her. I'll bring God that up. I'll bring king. that up off. I'll bring that up he off air. He ain't no human being. I'll bring that up off air. Um, the fascist regime. He's about the queen. Like, uh, like I not a huge, but yeah, like, like a, I don't. A I, re- I, I back out of what I said. Don't blah blah blah. Something like that. Like he rescinded all his. Like, damn, you were. I didn't. I didn't see it. Wait, Johnny, Johnny, Ron, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Rotten's kind of gone off the deep end. I, I, I think Johnny Ron is like a conservative. I heard now. that. He, yeah, oh, I know that. he's a joke. But that's not. Uh, he, they were saying like he was very polite and respectful about. It. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He said, "I don't." Whatever I said but previously, he was on like the news cursing like last week. I said, not last week. Yeah, no, I, I, I just yeah. think I, I, I think what happened with the clash again. I think there was a lot of drugs involved, but I oh, think yeah, they, they were all on speed. They were all on everything. So, but they, 
they evolved as musicians. So so Paul Cinnamon, right? The first album, they even say they go he uh Mick Jones put stickers. Mick Jones put stickers on his bass so that he knew where to put his fingers during the songs. Right? Like one, two, they you know. So he learned how to play. They all learned how to play, but Joe Strummer, when the clash formed, had already done the one on oneers and had recorded Keys to My Heart, all of that. So they kind of evolved and then London Calling hit and it was a it was a hit. Right? It, even then it was a hit and critics loved it. And oh my god, and it's 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 punk and it's reggae and it's it's all this stuff. It's all this eclectic. They followed that up with Sandinista. I can't listen to Sandinista. I, like it, it is just. No, no, that's that's where uh, I think Lost in the Supermarket is on. Yeah. So. So Andrew's saying that. So, uh, they can't hear you. Uh, Andrew's saying that. Uh, Lost, Lost in the, in the Supermarket, Supermarket was on London Calling. I can't London remember, Colin. but. Regardless, I think, and it's a love hate thing because I love, up to London Calling. And then after that, I'm just like, uh, what were they thinking? What were they doing? It's a different era. Those first three albums are the early stuff. Also, this, so I was talking. Because I don't mind the the influence of of the reggae and all that stuff. I like that. And that's, I like London Calling. You don't, but I do. No, I have a London, I like London. I like London Calling, but I hate a third of the song. (laughs) There's a difference between. Liking an album for what, for like, for me, when you love an album, it means you love every song on I, the album. I know, Sean. Yes. If, 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 well, you, yeah, you no, love it, it's, it's, show, yeah, like, that's why it's a love hate. If you it's like, like it's an like, album, it's you like two thirds of the songs or three quarters of the songs. I, I get your point, Sean. So, the point I was trying to make is the whole point of the show is the album is almost like two separate albums. I yeah. understand what you mean. So that's my third band. That's my third more band. More philosophical. So did Andrew, being more did you, direct. Did you, see, did you do your third band yet? Yeah. Yeah, he did. We all did I our third so band. Did all our... So now you have to play a song. So I think we found the answer to if he's better when he's drunk or sober. <laughs> I think we know the answer to this. So I'm worse question. when I'm sober? No. 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 Oh, that was such a great answer. No. That was no. Andy meant it. Sean. Sean, you really, you felt that in your drunk. That wholeheartedly. Oh, and that drop reminds me we're not going off on a big tangent. We will in another episode. New Rick and Morty. Oh my God, go watch it. Huge Uh-oh. super fans here. First three ep- seasons were gold. Season the next two been... seasons were very hit and miss. Season six season knocking six, it out the park. Six, season six has been very good so far. Yeah, season, yeah. I think season six has been very good so far. I think we've said plenty, and if you've uh, listened this far, you know how to find us. But, uh, yeah, oh, also, little news update, bad news. The show that was going on tomorrow in Peaberg that I n- never had the lineups to or the venue uh, name. It's like the OC it's, Rippers it's canceled, and though, 45 it's Adapters. Yeah, it's canceled. So. Been shit. Yeah, it's, it was, it's, yeah, uh, it's canceled. It's a... Uh, Lower class Jess's uh, show. It was. It was. It got canceled. But, uh, yeah, so don't go to that because it's not there. We are going to get out of here with the Street Brats because that one hurt me the most because they would definitely be furthest down on the list. And I – that one hurt me because I I love this album so much. This album helped, like, sculpt 
my like teenage like this was a pinnacle album to me. And uh, the seven inch we were talking about is called Short Fuse Punk Rock. Yes, the song I remember that. Time yes. Bomb is yeah. on it, but the album I had is that called seven inch. So did I, and that's by far their heaviest release. I never got to listen and to then it because I didn't Dead have a goddamn Kids, record player. The songs are on Dead End Kids, but yeah. it's like a different like recording. It's a little heavier. It, right. It's not like crazy, but it's rougher. It's meaner. R- right. And uh, Dead End Kids by far my favorite release, but it's definitely more polished. So what are we album. playing now? We are playing the uh, first track, which is the track Dead End Kids. Funny story, real quick. I can remember being in. Ninth or tenth grade, listen to this song, and the neighbors were over who did not come over often. You should play Limo Life after this. It was recently their three year old's birthday. They roll the baby over to my mother. (laughs) My window is open. I'm in my room, and he comes out. We ain't no fucking rock stars. The kid sitting in a fucking stroller goes, Fucking rock stars. My mom flips. Shit! (laughs) But we're gonna get to that song now. We love you, Max. Here's Dead End Kids by Street Brats. Why do I hear nothing? I gotta fuck up the ending, don't I? It's because we, uh, I I muted that because it was uh, giving us those interference, remember? What track is that? 12 and 13? Perfect. Do it over. Bitches. Do over.
Party's over.